Welcome to 1989, inside the diary of a wannabe radio announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as Giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody, stop. I think, I think Giggling Ben went to play, <laughs> went to play a crowd. Or even Bad Boy Ben with the Vixen back in the 90s. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and the Vixen and joining us from the UK really early in the morning. It's Billy. Way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Caratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm going to find out how weird... Arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment and to call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years, strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley. Welcome to 19 in 89. Oh yeah, welcome indeed. Back into the seat of the most analogue of time machines where I turned the pages of a diary I filled out for an entire year back in 1989. Uh, The fact that it seemed to be filled out with the most detailed recollections of pretty much nothing seems to have actually escaped the notice of 19-year-old me. (laughs) Uh, Thankfully, 51-year-old me is having none of it, hence why I'm dragging my willing friends and family in to help me mock the shit out of every useless biro-scrawled entry. Now, to reset ourselves and remind us of what was happening in the world of music in 1989, we always check what songs were making their chart debut in every episode. And this week in 89, uh, June 11 was ushering in Brand New Queen with I Want It All, debuting at 35. The Hoodoo Gurus Come Anytime took out number 39. Uh, plus, we had new arrivals from the Black Sorrows, Def Leppard, and Cher and Peter Satira's duet, After All, which actually ended up being nominated for an Academy Award in 1990 for Best Original song as it was used as the love theme in the Sybil Shepherd and Robert Downey Jr. film Chances Are, which in hindsight is a weird-ass movie. It's like a rom-com fantasy about incest. I am not shitting you. Uh, 1989 delivered some truly bizarre movies. Anyway, here's a much less disturbing fun fact. It didn't win the Oscar. Instead, that honour went to Under the Sea from that Disney movie The Little Mermaid. Oh, that turned out to be huge. Which also won the Oscar for Best Original Score. And if you want to check out a disturbing movie from the 80s, then chances are is your go-to. But don't say, I didn't warn you. Meanwhile, coming up in this episode, it rains so much that the streets turn into ankle-deep creeks, but it doesn't hinder my ability to walk to work. Such a trooper. I borrow Jan's car and then lose it, or it's stolen, or someone actually just borrows it and I totally overreact. It's the last one. Understandably, I totes get my strop on and blast the person responsible because everyone loves being disciplined by a sassy 19-year-old. I also actually cleaned the house and vacuumed it, which appears to be the first time I've actually done that in five months. Ew, I slept on it. I also rejected job offer at another radio station because it's not good enough for me. Right, I mate. And our new receptionist moves into the radio station at Share House to help me, of course, work through all of that. So much. Uh, please, let's welcome another one of my besties. Who is that? 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 Who is this? Who is that? It's Marianne Keefe. Back by popular demand, I believe. Damn straight. <laughs> Best housemate <laughs> ever. 
the only housemate that matters. Yeah. Well, we'll say that, but well, if I see the other ones, I'll I, tell them. Uh-huh. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> I was cajoled into it. <laughs> she gave me no option. Yeah. <laughs> but I was, I was your Perth roomie, not your um, up north roomie. Yeah, but you were still the best one. <laughs> That's not bloody <laughs> much. <laughs> Uh, was this the perfect setup? Because you were working mornings, I was working nights. We didn't see each other Monday to Friday, pretty much. But on weekends, well, come on down to Party Town. <laughs> come on down to Party Town. I, I I had a recollection the other day of the um the crate full of Easter eggs. Do you remember oh, yes. the? Because there was so much promotional material that used to just be gifted to us. These days, you'd have to declare it on some register or something. Yeah. But, Back in the good old days, they used to cut it all in and it used to fall off the back of trucks. And there was one Easter when you got that huge, I mean, it was like a vacuum cleaner could have fitted into it. It was a box full of Easter eggs. Yeah, they were going to go in the bin. <laughs> so I was like, well, come on. They've got Triple M stickers on them. I'll still eat them. <laughs> we ate them for breakfast. We ate them for lunch. Oh, and we ate them for dinner. And we used to just grab a hold of them and then just slap them against our thighs yeah. and they'd crack into little... Balls of chocolate, and then we just pour them into our mouths. <laughs> Lactose intolerant people would shiver every time they walked past our house. <laughs> what is that? It's chocolate. Were it's you... chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> you were lactose intolerant for a minute, weren't you? <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to go there because I don't remember. <laughs> Was I? <laughs> you were. You were. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <clears throat> What about the tea chest box full of sanitary napkins? Oh, I've said a flashback of that. <laughs> Do you not remember that? <laughs> I may have been, um, my memory may be a bit affected from back in those days. I, love that I you, don't know why, but. I love that you remember the chocolate, but not all the sanitary care that I gave to you for Jules. Were they, were they, were they, um, Triple M as well? Yeah, no, I don't think they had Triple M labelling on them. Triple M caring for your vagina. <laughs> never, true words never been spoken. <laughs> <laughs> no, seeing how much they care, they just decided, well, we've finished sampling these, they can go in the bin. And I was like, uh, hang on, I know quite a few ladies that maybe have seen all those sanitary napkins. I'll take those. <laughs> And I remember it was you and Evie and maybe someone else was just like, oh, we don't have to pay for these for the rest of the year. I wasn't as excited about them as the chocolate Easter eggs, but um, <laughs> uh, if you say so. <laughs> All right. Uh, should we get stuck yeah. into it, Rumi? <laughs> yeah, let's get stuck into it, Rumi. All right. This let's is uh, June 11, 1989. It was written at 12.36 a.m. Sunday. Well, today I got up about 12.30, one or thereabouts. <laughs> Pick one, you idiot. (laughs) Sat around the house for a while, then went over to Jan's to feed her cats. Stayed with them a while. I reckon that'll be about five minutes. Yeah. Okay, bye. Mm. (laughs) Then went to the station. You're petting pussy. Yeah, the only time. Did my on this days (laughs) for the next week. Had take 40 Australia till 9.30pm. Kerry rang to say howdy and we talked for half an hour. Mum rang up at about Mm. 9.30, 9.45pm. God, it doesn't matter. (laughs) And we talked for a little while. Never anything about what we talked about, just that we talked. Thank goodness, because otherwise, why would she ring? She said Dad was a bit overcome with a flu or infection to his chest. Oh, my God. Overcome? Yeah, overcome. Overcome? He was overcome with the flu or an infection to his chest. (laughs) I write like a nana. (laughs) My shift from 9.30 to midnight went good. 
I was fairly pleased with it. Good. Got home just after midnight. Now I'm off to sleep. Night, 12.40am. You're so forensic. Like, all the times and everything. Like, it's quite strange. Really, it is quite strange. Like, it is strange. Because yeah. now I could not yeah. give a toss about a watch. But remember, I've got all these photos from the 80s where I wear all uh, my watches at once and I've got one on each wrist. So clearly, time was a big thing for me. <laughs> yeah, we had a collection of them. Yeah. Watches and sunglasses. Both. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's certainly mm. the case. All right, this is <laughs> Monday, June 12. It was written at 1.12am. Today was a public holiday everywhere except WA and the Northern Territory. What a suck. Woke up this morning, looked out the window because it was still raining and Jan's car was gone. I nearly had a heart attack. I ran into the lounge and asked Sean where the car was. He said Mark couldn't start his car, so he took Jan's. I was nice and pissed off. I showered. (laughs) You were nice and pissed off. I was nice and pissed off, Marianne. (laughs) Again, 19-year-old Nana at the helm. (laughs) I showered. The rain slowed down, so I went to work at about one and went into the studio and I blasted Mark because he had no right to just take Jan's car. Did some commercials and stuffed around. (laughs) So I blast him and then I just go about my merry way. La, la, la. No, that was a little bit aggressive of you. I don't remember you being much like that, oh, blasting people. I would have totally been blasting him. It would have been embarrassing. <laughs> he would have just looked at me and gone, whatever, you little flock. <laughs> my shift from six till midnight went well. No visitors, too wet. Okay. Uh, told Jan when she got back what had happened to her car. You little snitch. She was slightly pissed off. I love slightly. That means she went, Oh, okay, well, that's bad. Yes, yeah, suppose. And I've gone, yeah, yeah. Get over it. Get on my side, Jan. You dibba-dobba. Yeah. Cindy Brady, get home. Uh, yes, walked, exactly. Oh, here we go. I got my punishment. Walked home in the rain. Watched telly till now. Had T2. See ya, 1.20am. I love the fact that you write these also at such ungodly hours. Like, why aren't you asleep? You knew you were, you never slept. Like no. when I say that, you were always up till one or two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I've always Body had that. this diary, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I've always had that feeling that if I'm asleep, I'm missing out on something. But nothing ever happens. Yeah. But I just sit up every night for 51 well, years going, something might happen tonight. Well, clearly a lot's happened because it's all in that diary, oh, all that God. stuff that's going on. Phew, lucky Including at 1.28am. <laughs> uh, lucky I didn't lose this. <laughs> all right. No, here's, exactly. <laughs> Tuesday, June 13. It was written at 2.13am on brand. Pouring with rain again when I got up today at 11.30 or thereabouts. Not specific. I watched telly with Sean for a while, showered and then got dressed. Spent half an hour trying to find some clothes that are relatively clean. Not easy, let me tell you. Oh, you dirty boy. Well, it's been raining for a few days. By the time I was ready to leave, it was still pouring with rain. Our street was an ankle-deep creek. The only way for me to get to work was to walk through it. By the time I got to work, my shoes and lower pants were soaked. I spent the rest of the day without shoes on or socks. Oh, yay! Wow. I'm so transity in uh, 1989. It stopped raining about four. My shift from six till midnight went well. Sean came over, walked home, had some tea, watched videos till now. Off to bed, 2.21am. No, see you. Again, 2.21. That was a big day. It that was, was a big, big day. day. Nearly Can drowned you, in a creek. Tell Almost. But tell me, <laughs> on that subject of cars and borrowing cars and walking everywhere, have you ever had a car? Yeah. When? <laughs> when I lived with you and I had an MG. Did you? Yeah. Did you? Oh, yes, you did too. 
It did too. Yeah. And when I left yeah, Adelaide, to- I had a Volkswagen Golf. And then when I moved to Melbourne, yeah. I had a Suzuki Swift that got totaled when someone forgot what a stop sign means. And then you haven't had one since then. Haven't had one since 2001. Yeah, right. So it's been 20 years without a car. Yeah. But I've got like one of those community car memberships. I can drive, guys. I've still got a license. Well, what happens with that? Where do you get a car from with one of those? You just- <laughs> you just- I feel like we're deviating. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get that. Oh, see? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always with Marianne Keith. Right, forget the community. <laughs> no, it's like forget the community cars. I have community cars in certain areas around Melbourne, and you pay a yearly fee, and then you can book one for a couple of uh, hours and just drive it around wherever you want. Oh, yeah, that's cool. It's fun, oh, isn't it? Okay, thank you for that. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's take in. Are we up to June twenty, June fourteen, Wednesday. I'm trying to move it right on. Uh three forty-three a.m. Another day off. Got up at twelve thirty p.m. Sean was already up. I asked if he wanted to go. Shopping, but he doesn't have any money, so that was off. Suddenly, and very strangely, we decided to clean up the house. I washed all my clothes. <laughs> exactly. What with all the rain, I had heaps of clothes to wash. Sean and I then tidied up the house. We then walked down to the station and got the vacuum cleaner to clean the house. Okay. <laughs> We also talked about getting the phone put on at home. Do not do that, you idiot. Uh, Vacuumed the house, then went down to the phone box and called mum and dad. Dad at the shop and mum at home. Went home and we put on a roast for dinner. It turned out wonderful. We then went to the station to do a commercial. (laughs) Oh my God, this, that, those and them. Went home, watched TV till now. The other guys went to bed early. I've only just finished. Night, 3.56am. So the housework, I don't remember either of us being very proficient in that. No, I feel like it was something we did before parties. Yeah. And after parties. There was a lot of after the parties. I don't remember doing much housework at all. I think you did a lot of washing of your clothes, though. Oh, yeah. And ironing. I did get over that in lockdown. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't iron. But you you, you did iron. Did iron. All those T-shirts. Yes. (laughs) Not T-shirts, just the shirts. (laughs) Shirts, you had t-shirts as well. Oh yeah, but I never ironed those. Maybe. Don't need to iron those. I oh, just just the shirts. Right. Oh, God, we're into so, ironing um, tips. <laughs> well, that's in your diary, baby. So. <laughs> I love that you're making it entertaining. <laughs> Somebody has to. <laughs> Touche. Where's my rim shot? <laughs> All right, let's do Thursday, June fifteen, two seventeen a.m. Well, strange day today. Ooh, another one. Got up at midday, watched television, showered, and Sean and I walked into town Mm. and did the weekly shopping. Hang on a minute. Didn't he have no money yesterday? Now suddenly he's shopping. Yeah, that was off and now it's on. Yeah, probably I got hungry and said, don't worry, I'll pay for everything. Caught a taxi home, had some lunch at about 4.30pm, watched more television, went down to the station. I did. I did. What? Watch more television. <laughs> Went down to the do? station, comma, I did, comma, taking the vacuum cleaner back with me. Yeah, the I did oh. wasn't needed at all. Well, why are we taking the vacuum then? Back to the station because we didn't have a vacuum cleaner. Of course you didn't have a vacuum cleaner. Why would you buy a vacuum cleaner? Why would you spend Good money on gracious, that? So you borrowed the, we borrowed the, the station the station's one. vacuum cleaner. We I mean, dragged it up the street of Caratha. <laughs> <laughs> Probably didn't carry it, just dragged it by the nozzle. Uh, scratching it in the ashtray. <laughs> Drag it in the dust. And exactly. The- um, so we talked to Cindy, <laughs> from Glen again. He offered me a job or told me of a job in Horsham. I don't mm. want it though. It's not a very good position. I love that this is what, 23 weeks into my work and I'm already going, nah, that job's below me. I don't want no, it. Not good enough for me, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah. 
Sean came down later. We stayed for a while at the station, then went home. Watched some movies up until now. I've spent most of tonight writing letters. I've written five tonight. Oh, I've got that. That's me writing the five. Thankfully, I'm starting to reply to most of these letters. Now it's time for bed. 2.22am. Ooh, spooky. Uh, All the twos. What does that mean? You should probably go to bed earlier. Uh, and who are you writing to? It'd be like Kerry and my pen pal and yep. um, Linda and, yeah, all my Adelaide friends probably. Right. All right. I did, that's I, what we did back then. Yeah, we wrote letters. And I hadn't met you as of yet in this time. Otherwise I would oh, be that's okay. I'm not, writing to you. I'm not upset that I didn't okay, get a letter. Phew. Thank God. All right. <laughs> Here's June 16. It's a Friday. Uh, this is an early one, 10.26pm. Note it down, guys. Well, today I got up at 8.30am, showered, ate breakfast and got to work by 9.45am. Wrote some commercials. It's Mark Lowe's birthday today. He's our technician. We went to the tavern for lunch, which was nice. Got back to work at 1.30pm, on air by 2. My shift till 6pm went well. No mail today. Stayed behind after 6. Mary rang up. We chatted for a while. I then recorded a commercial. Got home at 7.35pm. Cooked some tea and I've watched telly till now. I've also written a letter to mum and dad. Our new receptionist will be moving into this house soon, so there'll be four people living under this roof. And six when mum and dad get here. Goodness gracious. Well, that's enough. See ya. 10.34pm. Oh, no silly night for you. Yeah, six months hey? of my life I'll never get back. Yeah, and none of us will get back. <laughs> exactly. Feel sorry for Julie who's moving in soon, eh? <laughs> uh, oh, and our final entry. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this is June 17. It's a Saturday and it was written at 1.14am. Well, up early this morning, 5am. Lovely, ain't it? Probably not. It was only 13 degrees this morning. Bloody freezing. My shift from six till midday went well. <laughs> Julie, our soon-to-be new receptionist, came over just before 12 to come to the house and have a look at the spare bedroom. We went to JD's video first. Ugh, what? Uh, then to the house. So she wants to check out her bedroom, but I've gone, let's just go get a movie, guys, first. Uh, she's Yeah, she's moving in. So we went to her old living quarters and did three moves of all her stuff to our house. We stopped halfway through and went and got some lunch. Honestly, I haven't seen so many clothes, shoes and other stuff since my mother's cupboards. Ugh, sexist. Anyway, we started unpacking and watched television. At 6pm, Lee came over and we went to Mark Lowe's birthday party. We stayed there until 10.30 or thereabouts and then went back to her house. Lee, her boyfriend Gary and I sat around the kitchen table talking till 1 and I've just got home. Now off to bed. 1.27am. P.S. Tried this great tea at Lee's last night. Okay, and what was it? No record. Oh, what was it? Don't tease us like that. It might have been a Darjeeling or Ru something. A, a chamomile? A peppermuncha. A maybe. That's Dutch for peppermint. Oh, come on, what sort of tea do you think it was? Is it tea like drinking tea? Well, I do know from a pre-look ahead that she comes over, takes mm -hmm. me to town to get the stuff to make the special tea. So maybe it's marijuana, oh, who knows? It, but is it like special? Yeah, is it special? Is it special sleepy tea? time tea? <laughs> is, is it you're feeling very sleepy and nah, hungry tea? None of that happened until the early 90s, so I reckon it would have just been some shithouse green tea didn't or something. didn't happen to you either. No, of course not. I don't know no, what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about either. <laughs> Magnificent woman, thank you so much. Oh, it's been my pleasure. It's another trip down memory lane. Oh. I loved every minute of it, particularly the early mornings, the 
the 1am and 2am diary entries. What time What favorite. time record did you particularly connect with? Uh, 2.28. Oh, uh, me too, yeah, me too. I thought you were going to say strikes a chord. 2.22 because of all the twos, but no, 2.28 is that little, that shift over to the next side. Yeah, oh yeah, got to be predictable. Game changer. <laughs> Always, you know that. Will you come back for more time calls? <laughs> I would love to come back again. I feel uh, very honoured being invited uh, to return to your to your diary room. You sound like you're being held against your duress. There's something about that that's quite attractive, though, isn't there? Hundred <laughs> percent. All right, uh, coming up in the next episode, I'm actually shocked at how neat my teenage handwriting is. It's going to last two days. That's the hot tip. Um, I'm bored and I do a self-described fucking terrible on-air shift, which I then swiftly follow up by delivering a detailed recount of having diarrhoea. And here's the kicker. Of all the words I've fucked up the spelling on in the diary, somehow 19-year-old me actually spells the shitty word diarrhoea correctly. What? The actual? What? I don't get it. I attend a farewell for someone I don't even remember now. I see a male stripper, won't talk about that much, and get trashed on B-52s and vodka oranges. No wonder I can't stomach any of that now. Also, it's time once again to help raise Indigenous voices. And in this episode, we are shining the spotlight on Yalara.org, who are all about empowering and educating Indigenous children from regional, rural and remote communities, uh, helping bring about generational change and a brighter future. And of course, your tax-deductible donations can help give an education or a scholarship to so many. They'll be happy that I know how to spell diarrhoea, I'm sure. Um, You'll find them on Instagram under Yalara Mob or uh, head to their website, which is at yalara.org, and that's spelled Y-A-L-A-R-I.org. Right, eight time once again to uh, send my deepest thanks to the enigmatic DJ Dirtbag for the six skills that he possesses that allow me to have the 1989 theme tune. And, of course, same props to Jezelenko for his work doing everything else. Uh, if you could share this podcast with a friend, I would love you endlessly. Uh, face it, I already do love you endlessly just because you're listening to this show twice a week. But you've got major commitment and I'm forever grateful. Uh, follow me on Instagram or Twitter, 1989. And, of course, until next time, I am loving you from here. Check you later. See ya. Bye.